Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a niche blog and start generating a passive income, but don't know how to go about it. Well, don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro also helps take the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy step-by-step process that I call the Nifty 50 Course Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting in on their sites will yield them some result. But thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons, special worksheets, easy blog and email templates, exclusive webinar discounts, one-on-one training, and a community that can help you answer questions 24-7, Blog Builder Pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training, holding your hand from start to finish. So go to bloggerevolution.com income and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is bloggerevolution.com income. From January to February, there wasn't much change, and that's because there wasn't really any articles on the site. From February to March, there wasn't much of a, a, a big um, increase in page views as well because a lot of the articles that were there just needed some time to rank. So it's nice to see that literally one month after we started adding articles on there, we have a 41% increase in traffic. Regular people are taking their passions and interests writing about it in a blog and making a living from it. But not everyone is successful. There is a right way to build a blog and a wrong way. And I am here to help you succeed with your online business. My name is Chris Miles, and this is the Blogger Evolution Podcast. Oh, and welcome to the Blogger Evolution Podcast. My name is Chris Miles. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, thanks for making us part of your day. All right, so this is going to be month three, the blog income report for Project Colvin. This is a blog case study. If you are just catching this in the middle, this is the third month of the blog case study that we are doing. Started this back up in January of 2022, and it's growing quite nicely, I must say. I am actually um, pleasantly surprised with this. Uh, Just to give you a quick bit of a background on it, um, when we acquired the site, it was getting about 150 or so dollars per month. And the site had basically basically been neglected for about three years. Um, it was from 2018 when the original owner had it. They added about 30, 40 articles and then literally didn't touch it again. And um, it must be pretty nice to be able to do something like that and then literally four years later be able to turn around and sell it. But um, I was interested in it. It was in a niche that um, I can see myself in and I started expanding on it very well. And in the end of January, early February, we started adding more articles to it. So um, a lot of the articles that we're adding now, I'm not looking to see huge, huge returns on, at least not now. I am going for some low competition keywords, but who knows? You know, it might take three to four months before these things actually start to rank and get some uh, decent traffic. But... Let's go ahead and get into this month three report. If you want, if you haven't already and you want to be able to check out what we've been doing in previous months, just be able to just search for month two, month one and month zero when we first got started with this. So the traffic in February was five thousand one hundred sixty eight. That's the page views and the traffic in March, seven thousand two hundred ninety eight. So that's a forty one percent increase. That's huge. 
And it's really nice because from January to February, there wasn't much change. And that's because there wasn't really any articles on the site from February to March. There wasn't much of a, a, a big um, increase in page views as well because a lot of the articles that were there just needed some time to rank. So it's nice to see that literally one month after we started adding articles on there, we have a 41% increase in traffic. Um, this is great indications for Google because it shows that Google trusts the site pretty well to be able to send it this much traffic this quickly. So um, uh, you don't have to worry about, you know, some of the spammy backlinks that it did have apparently aren't affecting it, you know, which is really a great deal. Um, the sessions on the site are are up 48% as well. Um, I love having these huge gains. And this is, you know, most people who are entrepreneurs like us, you know, we're, we're starters and we like to get in situations where we start something and we can just see this huge month over month growth. And it's exhilarating. Like it really is. It, it's exciting to be able to just just to see something that you work on actually grow, you know, and, and it's, uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. Hope you get into it if you haven't already. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into this a little bit more. Um, now, from February to March, you know, February is a short month. So there wasn't uh, what there's four or so three or four fewer days in February than there were in March. So some of those numbers are a little bit inflated, you know, because it, March had three or four extra days worth of uh, traffic. But when I went ahead and just did the previous 20, I'm oh, sorry, the previous 31 days from March, which included a little bit of January, traffic is still up 30% on the site and you can't get much better than that. Um, let's go ahead and turn to the earnings. That's what everybody wants to know. So in February, the site earned $126 from Ezoic and $43 from Amazon for a total of $169. In March, the site generated $162 in Ezoic revenue and $46.16 from Amazon for a combined total of $208.69. So we are over the $200 mark with this site. Wonderful. You know, that's a, about a 20 or so percent increase uh, in the traffic month over month so far. Um, it's, you know, if you can get returns like this every single month, which it, it won't happen, but if you can get returns like this, usually month after month, it's, it's just great. You know, it, it shows that what you're working on is, is starting to make more and more money. And hopefully you get to the point to where you're now finally spending um, less money than you are making, especially with the content creation. Um, a couple of things that I noticed, this site is still coming out of its seasonality, meaning things are increasing. So that is a little bit of the reason why traffic is increasing the way that it is. But even when I compare traffic from last year for this exact same time, we're still up 20%, you know, in terms of traffic. So we're doing better than the site performed at this time last year. You know, can't get much better than that. Um, the uh, Ezoic has been amazing in terms of revenue. It's been very consistent. Uh, unfortunately, the EPMV did take a little bit of a hit in March. It went from about $28, $29 to around $26. So it's not a huge difference. And to be honest, I believe a big reason for this is because uh, March is the end of a quarter. And usually, you know, businesses, you know, they try to, you know, probably push some ad spend toward the last week of the last quarter. And then after that, it just it dries up immediately until the next quarter. So to see a drop in that is kind of normal. I'm not too worried about it, but um, things should be picking up, especially as the months start to get a little more warmer in the contiguous United States. OK, so um, we in terms of what we added to the site, we added 17 more articles to the site. Um, we're still on track for getting around 250 or so articles by the end of the year. That was the goal. And you know, just a little aside here, the importance of having a goal 
really makes this whole thing worth it. And when you do, when you look at a six month goal, a year goal, um, a year goal, then you know, I had on track that I wanted to do 17 articles a month on this site because that's because by the end of the year, I wanted to have 250 articles. So as long as I just go after that 17 articles, just go after that 17 articles. If I get 20 articles, great. But if I didn't have a goal for what I was doing and I was just doing it, then I might have only gotten 10 articles or five articles and just do what I can. Um, not saying that you shouldn't do what you can, but at the end of the day, it would be better if you had a goal, you have something to reach for. When we are working a normal nine to five job, we have a boss who tells us what we need to do, when to do it, how to do it, and all of that fun stuff, right? But when we are our own CEOs for our businesses, when we are running our own businesses, we need to be the ones to create our own deadlines. And by doing so, it's going to be a lot better than if you don't create a, a deadline. But um. Yeah, I want to get more articles than that, but the fact that I still hit my minimum, I'm, I'm happy with that, right? Happy with that. Uh, the average uh, article, sorry, the average word count on these articles was 1,200 words. So that's a little bit up. Uh, last month, it was only about um, 1,078 words. Now it's about 1,200 words on average. Um, a couple of the articles that we put out there were just a little longer than the other ones. So um, we put out about over 20,000 words on the site. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really proud of that. So I'm glad that that's happening. Uh, again, another big reason why the site, um, I didn't, I wasn't able to put more than 17 articles on the site was because I'm still working on other things. You know, if I wasn't working on other things and my literal 100% focus was on, uh, this, uh, project Colvin, then I would be able to really knock it out a lot more, probably getting any, anywhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 50 articles on the site per month. But this is what I can do based on the other things that I'm doing in the business. And one of those big things is trying to grow this podcast. You know, we've had uh, some really cool guests in in uh, the past few weeks. And if you haven't already, you know, go go check out some of those guests. Uh, it's been really, really a fun time to be able to talk to some of the brightest minds in our industry. All right. So let's go ahead and look at some of these uh, expenses that we have for the site. So we had an inv uh, investment of content, which is $557. Um, I do most of the editing and posting myself because the writers are actually good enough to where I don't have to do too much to the article. It takes maybe 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes max to really are, uh, to post these articles, which is great. Um, I did purchase uh, an AppSumo deal. I I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm addicted to these AppSumo deals. Uh, being able to get lifetime access to some of these tools is really amazing. And I was able to get Optinly. Now, Optinly is kind of similar to uh, an opt-in monster or a convert box. It is a way to uh, be able to further you know, monetize the site, try to grow the email list and things of that nature. Um, and a, cu a couple months previous, um, I had mentioned how I will be adding an email list to the site. I just... Didn't want to do it at that moment. Um, I was looking at maybe May or June. So this is kind of the first step in getting to that point. Um, I'm, I'm going to be able to also add exit pop-ups with this tool as well. Um, it's a lifetime deal, so I actually never had to pay for it again. I get it on 25 websites. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, I think ConvertBox is around five or 600 bucks by itself. So I don't have to worry about that at all, which is great. Next up is... Um, Revenue totals for Project Colvin. So the last three months, the site has made a total of $492. So around 500 bucks that the site has actually generated in the last three months, which is 
pretty awesome. I'll take that. Um, now, if you minus the expenses of month three, which is only a total of $59, again, the greatest part about blogging is that there there isn't many expenses to keep the site running, you know, uh, so don't have to worry about that. Without the content, we were a, so far, we are in the positive, $211.22. Thumbs up, right? Now, we have spent $1,415 or so on content so far in January, February, and March. So we are, if you add that in, we are working at a loss of $1,204.01. But again, I always try to give you two separate amounts there because me hiring writers to add content to the site is actually a lot uh it isn't necessarily required to keep the site growing because you could do that work yourself. I just have the money to be able to invest into getting someone else to do it for me. But if anything, it should show the confidence, you know, that we have knowing that the money that we invest right now, which I, I am thinking about doing a uh, an, an episode where I break down the math behind investing in niche websites. It's fascinating. It really is because you'd realize it doesn't take very much and you can usually make a much bigger, much bigger return than if you were to have it sitting in a savings account or have it uh, sitting in the S&P 500, right? Anyway, anyways, uh, that's another title for another episode for another day. But Totally not worried with the, the way the site's going. To be honest, it's going exactly the way I'd like it to go. Uh, these articles are starting to rank. Some of them are creeping up on the first page. Um, I have a few of them that are already jumping up at number one, which beautiful. You know, the fact that you can, you know, uh, post an article and literally within a few days it's on the first page or even number one is pretty amazing so far. All right. So let's go with some of the wins and losses and issues that I had in March. Um, I we briefly mentioned it last month, but uh, the plugin Link Whisper stopped working for me, and I really didn't know what was going on. And what was really happening with it was when I created a new piece of content, and I was ready to start, uh, you know, looking at Link Whisper for it to suggest to me some. Uh, internal links that I could add to it, nothing was showing up. There was just no suggestions at all. So I had to contact um, the customer service and we finally got a resolution to it, which was great. Link Whisper's customer service was very personable, awesome. They answered emails very quickly and I had to give them a login to my site so they can just kind of click around and figure out what was going on. Um, you know, I'm always a little weary of that, but I mean, in order to get this working, I went ahead and let them do it. Uh, I wouldn't do that with just anybody. I mean, I do trust the guys over at Link Whisper because um, I, I know the, I, you know, I know the person who runs the place, so it may it really helps with uh, with with being trust more trustworthy with it. Anyways, um, they got in, they were able to see that one of the uh, design plugins that I was using to make the site look pretty was somehow blocking the plugin from working. So they went, made a couple of tweaks and literally within a few minutes it was working again. And I had to go back to some old articles and add some internal links which means I didn't have to do it the manual way because the manual way is just labor intensive, I'll tell you. But it does uh, work now. And again, one of those things that happens when you're running a business, when you're dealing with technology, stuff happens, right? And you just got to, you know, instead of getting frustrated and not wanting to do it and yada, 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 you know, you figure it out, talk to the right people and it gets fixed. Uh, next up was I did increase the font size on the site from... 17 all the way up to 20 uh and 
I did increase it. I think when I first got it, it was like 15 and I increased it to 17. I went ahead and just, you know, got it to 20 now. Um, when I was doing keyword research, a lot of the sites that are in my niche, they had some big fonts, you know, on their sites. So I was like, you know what, let's go ahead and just add, um, go ahead and go to the 20 and see, you know, what it's going to look like. So I have a little log where anytime I make like a major change like that to the site that I put a date on it so that when I come back and review what's going on, I know what date to go back to to see what was affected and what changed. Okay, um, we added some affiliate links to the top post on the site. So uh, some of the site, some of the articles are starting to get more and more traffic as time goes on. So those top sites, I went to those pages and I went ahead and strategically added affiliate links. Um, I have the AAWP plugin. So a couple of times where I actually mentioned a tool or mentioned something within the niche, I went ahead and linked it over to Amazon and uh, got a few extra clicks. I will say so. Um, the income on it uh, should be reflecting within the next couple of months. We'll let you know how that goes. Um, I was in the process of testing out a few SEO optimization tools. Um, I've already been using Phrase, and I love Phrase. I've been using it for a long time, but I also gave uh, Rank IQ a try, as well as Surfer SEO. I know a lot of people uh, swear by Surfer SEO. Um, I'm going to be honest, maybe because I'm just used to Phrase, I like phrase much, much better than all of them. Um, I did rewrite a few articles with Rank IQ, and a couple of them has jumped up from page two to page one within a couple of days. You know, so using these optimization tools, I think they're all about the same. But uh, phrase is a little more granular in terms of what I can change and do and 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 fix. Uh, with Rank IQ, Rank IQ is great, but it's very simple. And I think the simplicity there is on purpose. But because I'm a little more of an advanced person, I like to be a little bit more hands-on and granular with what the tool is spitting out to me. I can make those changes in phrase. I can't make those changes in Rank IQ. Um, I found that giving writers the... Uh, uh, the optimizations that I'm finding makes it a lot easier for me when I get the article back to make sure that it has everything that it needs in it. So I'm making sure that the content briefs that I am uh, putting together, that, hey, they're exactly what I need in the article. Um, just like a thin line you have to worry about there because you don't want to give the writer too much because you end up kind of hamstringing them to or they become hamstrung to what it is they have to create but then if you give them too little then there's really no telling what you might get back right and since i'm using art uh, writers on writers access you know i don't work 100 directly with these people so i do change you know i do try to train them as much as i can and i am building up my love list uh there but um you know it's still different than if you had an in-house writer so i try to be a little bit more specific in my content briefs to make sure that what I get back requires less and less quote unquote optimization from me. But um, it has been working out very, very well and uh, I'm gonna continue using it. Um, that's where I'm getting pretty much the majority of my content from. I do have a couple, no, I'll just, just say one because the other one didn't write this well. But um, I do have one at least who uh, I've been sending uh, articles to and um, she did her first one last month and I'm looking forward to doing a few more with her as well because she did an excellent job. All right. Next, what's the uh, next up is uh, testing out, continuing to test out more AI content. Now, I know recently Google just came out and basically put the kibosh on using AI generated content. But I honestly believe that that is a type of generated content where you just literally give these tools a title and you press a button and it writes. That's not what Google wants because that content is trash. It is terrible, right? It's, it's not very good at all. 
However, if you're using these tools the right way, if you're using them as an assistant, then you're going to be able to create some decent content with it because it's going to help you get out of the writer's block that you can sometimes get when you're trying to write content. Usually when I am using these tools, I'll write a sentence and then I'll highlight it and let it rewrite the sentence and just look, okay, this is what I tried to say. And then I look at it and I add, you know, I and me, this is what I did, you know, to kind of give it my voice. And all of a sudden it's this nice piece of generated content. To be honest, it takes almost just as long to come up with it on your own. But, you know, it just really depends on your experience level. Uh, sometimes using AI content does take me longer to create a piece of content than if I were to just come up with it myself. But I've been doing this for years, right? So I'm a little different. Um, for people who are just getting started, some students within Blog Builder Pro, they are saying that using these tools is really helping them to be able to create more content faster because they don't have the writer's block. So, you know, Take for it, you know, take that for what it's worth. Give them a try. They're not going anywhere, unfortunately, but Google coming out and saying what they have said in regards to AI content is a little bit concerning if you do heavily depend on these tools. Um, now, with that said, Phrase itself has an AI writer in it. It's not the greatest, but it does get the job done. Um, I've used it a little bit when it comes to creating like an intro or an outro paragraph or something of that nature. And it's been working. You know, I, I let it spit it out. Sometimes it's completely off base. Sometimes it's a little more on base. And then what I do is just tweak it a little bit. And I, I got an article, you know. So um, what's next is no indexing issues so far for the site. I have been going into Google Search Console and literally putting through every single article. But to be honest, um, there was a couple that I missed. But within a day or so. They were ranked, you know, didn't really have any big issues with it. And um, that's that's good. But usually when I post an article, I don't really look at it again for probably at least a couple of months, maybe three to four months down the line just to see how it's performing and make any tweaks from there. So uh, I think sometimes if you just have that, all right, I'm going to sit down, post the article and not think about it again. It makes it easier for you to move on to the next step to continue growing your site. So let's go ahead and take a quick podcast break and uh, I'll see you on the other side. Did you know that if your website is running too slowly, it can cause higher bounce rates, lower search engine rankings, lower page view numbers and lower conversion rates? To put it simply, a slow website means lower profits. In fact, if your site is delayed by more than one second, it could literally be costing you thousands of dollars a year. But don't worry, I have an answer for you. WPX Hosting. WPX Hosting has some of the fastest website hosting on the planet with lightning quick servers, 24-7 support that is available in less than 37 seconds when you need them, blazing fast load speeds, and even a free high-speed content delivery network or a CDN. But that is not the best part. Even if you are on another web host, WPX Hosting will work with you for free to migrate your site in less than one day. Along with automatic backups, malware scanning and removal, email, staging areas, and 99.95% uptime guarantees, WPX is the exclusive web host for the Blogger Evolution podcast. Our friends over at WPX Hosting want you to join the family as well. For a limited time, you can enjoy a 50% discount on the first month of hosting, meaning you can make your website faster for less than $13. Visit bloggerevolution.com hosting for your 50% coupon. That's bloggerevolution.com hosting. Remember, a Faster website means higher profits. All right, and we are back. So what we're going to go through now are the things that I learned this month. This is some of the takeaways that 
I have. And some of the takeaways that, you know, hopefully this can give you a little bit of an insight. Um, if you are thinking about starting your site, if you are in the process of starting your site, if you've already started it and you're just looking for some motivation and can keep going, here's a few things that I've learned that it helps to understand that everybody goes through this. Just because someone happens to be a quote unquote successful blogger, I don't even consider myself the greatest blogger in the world, but you know, to consider yourself a successful blogger, you probably think that everything just, everything you touch turns to gold. And to be honest, it doesn't, okay? Let's go ahead with a few of the things that I learned this month. So number one, I got denied by another affiliate program. And yeah, it's annoying, right? It's annoying when this happens and it can be discouraging because you're like, wow, I, I, I did everything right, you know, and he still denied me. But usually what I did in this particular situation, I would respond back to the relationship manager, the affiliate manager of that business, and sometimes just ask why. Or just ask, you know, I mean, I have my site here and it looks fine to me. Could you tell me what happened? So that's what I ended up doing with this affiliate program. I got denied. I sent them an email back and I'll say, hey, you know, I appreciate the consideration. Thank you so much. Um, but I'm curious, though. Did you see this site? And I thought that, this, you know, the content on there was pretty good. But I'm curious as to what you see so that maybe I could make some changes and maybe get approved for the program in the future. So then I sent that email off and uh, the affiliate manager came back. I think her name was Jacqueline. And it was uh, a very cordial email. She was like, oh, thanks for reaching out. I appreciate you following up. Yeah, I actually looked at it. And to be honest, I think I looked at the wrong site. Your site's great. I'm going to go ahead and approve you and send you a contract. You know, wow. I'm just, I say that because sometimes we'll get denied and then we get discouraged and then just move on to something else. Where just a simple email that took less than two and a half minutes to write was able to still get me into that program. And now I'm going to be able to incorporate it in the site and make some money with it. So uh, this stuff happens. Just don't give up on the first denial. It's not always something that, that, that you did. You know, we're all humans and stuff like that happens. Um, I did create some standard operating procedures or some SOPs for the content, for the content, everything from coming up with the idea to publishing it. And a big reason why I want to write these things out and uh, get them, you know, on paper, basically, is it makes it a lot easier when I onboard somebody else into the future, um, when I will want them to either, you know, break down the process of posting an article, maybe just editing the article, writing the article, coming up with the idea and all of that great stuff, right? Having it written down as, as a standard operating procedure or an SOP really helps to get, you know, make this seem more like a business and it makes it so much easier to get new people onboarded. And that's what the whole idea is. Um, I do hope to hire an editor probably, you know, within the next six to seven months or whatever, when the site starts generating a little bit more money, I'll take some of that, throw it to an editor. That way I can concentrate on just doing things like the keyword research and other stuff to help promote the site. Also in an effort to get some more affiliate programs, because I have maybe one or two so far, I wanted to add uh, at least two or three more. So um, in doing some research, looking for affiliate programs, I found uh, at least five businesses that don't have an affiliate program on their website. And but they but their their content, the things that they sell would really work very well for my uh, audience. So what I decided to do was I just used a contact form on each one of these. I created an email. Basically, it was, hey, I have this website that's in this space. I get X amount of people per month. And I think that uh, a lot of these people would be interested in your products. 
I would be able to send you free traffic for people who are interested in buying stuff rather than just sending them to Amazon. And uh, doing that was very helpful. Uh, two out of the five people who I sent that email to responded. And of those two people, of those two people, one of them, we were able to jump on a phone call and actually talk about how um, the content that uh, that's on my site and the audience that it's attracting would be perfect for their business and their business model. And we were able to come to an agreement. So um, it wasn't the greatest agreement in the world, don't get me wrong, but I will get 5% on uh, all of the traffic that I send there when they make a purchase. The average card price is $350, all right? So it's, it's up there. So um, I will get 5% on it. A lot of this is kind of trial because they want to see, you know, if I the people that I send them are actually going to convert. And, uh, you know, you have to really you know, weigh the pros and cons of this because if you send everybody to Amazon, you're not going to make a huge commission on it. And I believe I'm only getting like two, two and a half percent or something from Amazon. So I'm going to be getting double the money if people were to go through and start buying from this website. Um, so that's, that's the benefit of it, but it's, it's nowhere near going to convert as well as Amazon will. Um, 90 something percent of people in the United States have an Amazon Prime account. And because of that, they're able to, uh, you know, they have a lot of trust. So people will buy stuff on a whim because it's Amazon. You know, I'm sure you can relate to that. Uh, so, you know, am I, I'm going to divert some of that traffic to this affiliate program, but uh, because I'm going to be making a higher commission with it, we're going to see how it goes. Um, I was able to get a 5% discount on everyone who's going to be clicking on these links as well. So it's going to give them a bit of an incentive to be able to um, go through and actually use that program. Uh, I'm going to let it run for a couple of months, see how it goes. Um, if some people start converting, great. Maybe I can talk to them and try to increase that percentage uh, and just go from there. But just a quick little example of how a company that did not have an affiliate program now gave me my own you know, promo code that I can now promote to the audience. And if people use that promo code, then I'm going to get a percentage of the sale. Uh, Configuring opt-in lead, that's the program we were talking about earlier. Uh, again, very similar to an opt-in monster or a convert box, but a heck of a lot cheaper. I'm um, going to be starting to collect emails with that probably starting in late April, early May. Uh, so what am I doing for April? So what are we going to be doing for April? So again, nothing happens in this business unless you add more content to the site. So that's actually what I'm doing right now is uh, going to be putting at least another 17 articles on there. The goal is to get 30, but we'll see. April is going to be a fun month, and I'm looking forward to uh, adding more content to the site as it goes forward. In May, I am going to try to start coming up with some keywords to try to counteract the dip the niche is probably going to have starting in like September or so. And if I can get those articles out there, uh, you know, in May, you know, or June, by the time, you know, the niche is on its downturn, hopefully I can have some content that's usually picks up during that time. So uh, that's going to be the idea. We'll see if it works or it doesn't work, but that's the idea. Um, the exit pop-up I'm going to be adding to the site with the new affiliate, and that's going to be fun. But other than that, you know, that's pretty much what my goals are going to be for April. So um, if you haven't already, again, please be sure to go check out the other uh, episodes. This is the month three, April 22, 2022 report. So um Go check out month two, month one, month zero, if you are hearing this for the first time. And, uh, you know, share it with somebody as well. You know, I have a lot of people are trying to find ways to make money passively. And even though this does require work, 
you know, it's work that you can do whenever you want. You know, I can do 17 articles this month. I can do 30 articles, but as long as I get the 17, I might be able to, you know, take the rest of the month off, you know, for this particular site while I either do nothing or work on something else, right? It's fun. It's a great business model. The numbers just make sense. And I really think I'm going to be making an episode just breaking down the math of investing in a niche site. But anyways, uh, thank you so much for checking this out. Please enjoy your week. Do something now that your future self will thank you for. Leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you feel like it. And please share this podcast out to at least one person who you think would enjoy it. Have fun. Keep building. Keep growing. And I'll see you later. Peace. Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a niche blog and start generating a passive income, but don't know how to go about it. Well, don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro also helps take the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy step-by-step process that I call the Nifty 50 Course Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting in on their sites will yield them some result. But thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons, special worksheets, easy blog and email templates, exclusive webinar discounts, one-on-one training, and a community that can help you answer questions 24-7, Blog Builder Pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training, holding your hand from start to finish. So go to bloggerevolution.com income and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is bloggerevolution.com income.